everyone, it's Leslyn Keith here again with another research update flash briefing. I'm the Director of Research and President of the Board for the Lipedema Project. I like to keep you abreast of the latest research of relevance to lipedema with these flash briefings. Today I have a paper called Lymphatic Improvement After Suction-Assisted Lipectomy in a Lipedema Patient. And it was written by a group of surgeons in Sao Paulo, Brazil. The paper was published in the peer-reviewed journal, Plastic and Reconstructive Surgery, Global Open, in June 2023. The aim of their study was to examine the impact on lymphatic system function after liposuction surgery for lipedema. Just a couple of definitions of terms that you may not be familiar with that are in this paper. The first is tumescent suction-assisted lipectomy. This is a liposuction procedure, and it's the surgical removal of subcutaneous fat by means of an aspiration cannula introduced through small skin incisions assisted by suction. This type of liposuction is said to preserve superficial and muscular lymphatic vessels. Another term that you may not be familiar with is lymphoscintigraphy. This is an imaging procedure in which a small amount of radioactive tracer is injected into the skin between the toes or fingers. The image generated can give information about the path that lymph takes to get to regional nodes, as well as the speed of the lymph transport. The last term I want to make sure that you know is stemmer's sign. So when there is skin and tissue changes due to chronic swelling, the examiner can't pinch and lift tissue on the back of the hand or the top of the foot. The inability to lift the skin is called a positive stemmer's sign. If the skin is easily lifted, then the patient is said to be negative for stemmer's sign. So now back to this study. What is the method that they use to examine lymphatic function after liposuction surgery? This is actually a case study report of suction-assisted lipectomy or liposuction on a woman diagnosed with lipedema. The liposuction was combined with post-operative care that included MLD, compression, and medication that was used for pain management and also to prevent blood clots. So this was a case study with just one participant. And this participant was 34 years old and she presented with symptoms that were consistent with having lipedema, including chronic bilateral enlargement of the arms and legs, discomfort, feeling of heaviness, and frequent spontaneous bruising. She had undergone several non-invasive treatments previously, including dietary restriction, manual lymph drainage, regular physical exercise, and weight loss attempts. And she only experienced mild improvements with these interventions. She reported that onset of her lipedema was around puberty and symptoms had gradually worsened ever since. So the data that they collected in this case study was demographics such as age and weight, and they also did a preoperative and a postoperative assessment of the symptom severity, including leg and arm volume, pain, bruising, and edema. They did a lymphoscintigraphy 
prior to the lipectomy or the liposuction, and again, nine months post-operatively. So what are the results? Well, as I already told you, she was 34 years old and her weight was 96 kilograms or 212 pounds. The preoperative assessment showed that she presented with that significant enlargement of arms and legs, especially in her thighs and knees. Her forearms, hands, and feet were not affected. There was no clinical evidence of swelling during the physical examination, so her stemmer sign was negative. The lymph angioscintigraphy showed evidence of slowed lymph transport in the left leg and normal speed in the right leg. The right leg had what authors described as tortuous lymphatic vessels, meaning that they weren't streamlined. They didn't travel in a straight line. They were more squiggly curly cubes. So that was described as tortuous. Post-operative assessment showed that post-operatively she had a lot of pain, typically a pain associated with the surgery. So she was saying it was seven out of 10, but that gradually reduced until being totally resolved within the third week post-op. Both the post-operative pain and the swelling was relieved with pain medication and with MLD. Compression bandaging was used 24 hours, seven days a week for one month post-op. And at that time, the patient then transitioned to wearing compression garments. She only needed to wear those for a half day each day. And by six months post-op, she was able to completely stop wearing compression altogether which seems to say that the pain and the swelling that she was experiencing post-op was to do with the procedure and not to do with the lipedema. So this wasn't a chronic situation with her pain and with the swelling. The post-operative lymphoscintigraphy, which was done nine months after surgery, showed a complete resolution of the lymphatic abnormalities and normal transport time in both legs. That's pretty astounding. And so the authors conclude that number one, this is the first study to show the impacts of liposuction on lymphatic function in someone with lipedema. The authors state that not only was lymphatic harm avoided with this procedure, but there was evidence of lymphatic function improvement after the tumescent suction-assisted lipectomy in this case study. The authors suggest there, there may be two mechanisms that may be responsible for this. The first is they talk about the inflammatory environment that is experienced in lipedema and it impairs lymphatic function and it can slow lymphatic repair and regeneration as shown in other studies. So a decrease in the inflammatory biomarkers that is seen post liposuction and other studies of on lipedema patients. So because we see that decreased biomarker, we're then assuming that by removing that excessive lipedema fat, we seem to be also reducing the inflammatory environment. And then that allows better healing and functioning of the lymphatic vessels. The other mechanism they talk about is obesity, because obesity has been shown in several studies to impair lymphatic function. It is hypothesized that obesity can lead to lymphatic injury, increase inflammation, as we just discussed, 
and can further impair lymphatic function due to the overgrowth of fat tissue. Additionally, when lymphatic fluid sits stagnant in tissues, it can cause more fat tissue to proliferate. In this way, obesity and lymphatic impairment can create a vicious cycle that may exacerbate lipedema symptoms. So removal of diseased fat may interrupt this cycle and thus allow lymphatics to heal and to function better. I was very interested in this paper and I really feel like it was important for women with lipedema because it shows another potential benefit of liposuction for lipedema. While previous studies have shown an improvement in lipedema symptoms, such as pain and leg volume, and stated that they believed that the lymphatics were not harmed, this is the first example of actually looking at lymphatic function pre and post surgery. And although this paper is only about a single patient, it is a great place to start and further research with a larger patient sample is of course needed. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you haven't already subscribed to our daily flash briefings of tips, tools, and research about lipedema, you can subscribe at Apple, Spotify, Amazon Alexa, or at this website, lipedema-simplified.org slash flash, where you'll find an archive of all of our flash briefings. You can now also follow Living Well with Lipedema on Amazon Music and get new episodes when they become available. Thanks for listening, and I hope you'll join us again next time for another Research Update Flash Briefing.